2: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 96 of Take a Bow. I'm your host Eli Tokash and this week we are wrapping up a women's history month with one of the most powerful women on Broadway starring right now as one of the queens in six. We have Brittany Mack joining us. So before we turn it over to Brittany Mack, let's talk about some Broadway news because there's a lot going on. So I actually saw Company this past week, and it was my first time seeing it. So you all know, if you listen to this every week, you all know how excited I was to to watch Company and how excited I was for this production of Company. Well, I finally was able to see it, and let me tell you, it lived up to its expectations. I really didn't know what to expect, but it exceeded my expectations 100%. I wasn't too familiar with company and like the story of everything like that. Um, So when I went and saw it and and I saw the way that they did it, I was blown away. Like it was hilarious. It was moving. The set design was actually incredible. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's up there in the Tony nominations this, this season, but it was essentially like a bunch of boxes were the sets and they were the different scenes and they all lived on the set to create this special um, kind of picture, and and it all blended together. It was just fascinating the way that they did it. Huge shout out to the set designer. Um, but Patty LaPone, hilarious, stole the show in the second act. Christopher Fitzgerald, previous take a bow guest, Christopher Sieber, Jennifer Samard, they were hilarious. But the way that Chris and Christopher, oh my god, Chris Sieber, Christopher Fitzgerald, and Jennifer Samard were able to to steal the show in a way of of comic relief it was just. It was really, really special. And in the show itself, everyone on the stage was, was tremendous. Katrina Lank Matt Doyle, Terrence Archie, uh, Nick, Nikki Renee Daniels, Bobby Conti, all of these guys. Claiborne Elder did a great job. Uh, all of these people. This show is uh, just star studded. It's unbelievable. Everything was done so beautifully and I'm so glad that I got to see the show. I highly recommend it. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about some real Broadway news because there's a lot going on. So there's been a Bit of a nice little Tony update. So obviously the Tony Awards are going to be on June twelfth, which was previously announced. It's going to be at from eight to eleven. Um, the nominees for this year's Tony Awards will be announced on May third, so the beginning of May. It'll be like the first week of May. Um, and they came out with shows that are eligible for it because there were some shows that were like really, really cutting it close with the deadline. Because you know they have these deadlines so that all the Tony voters can have a chance to see all of the shows that they are voting for so that everyone can have a fair advantage. Um, There's some shows that have not opened yet that are going to be eligible at the time that the Tony Awards are going to be announced. They announced that Funny Girl will be eligible. They announced that A Strange Loop will be eligible. They announced that... uh, Mr. Saturday Night with the Billy Crystal musical will be eligible. They, Macbeth, American Buffalo, which just opened. Happy, happy previews to American Buffalo, by the way. That literally started previews this week. So huge shout out to them. They're opening on April 14th. Uh, that features Darren Chris, Sam Rockwell, Lawrence Fishburne. It's an insane show, an insane cast. Um, but go check that one out. Uh, Beetlejuice is going to be um eligible to to be in this season's Tony Awards, birthday candles, all of the all of this information, Plaza Suite, Music Man, MJ, uh Mrs. Doubtfire, obviously, uh Is This a Room, Janet, Dana, H, Carolina Change, Diana, uh, Chicken and Biscuits, Passover Six. Um this this freaking season, man, it's packed. It's got some stars. Like best musical is gonna be like six MJ, Doubtfire, oh, A Strange Loop. Um, and then the revivals are really the one that's, like, sticking out to me here. Uh, where it's Company, Carolina Change, Funny Girl. Um, I guess Beetlejuice will be in the revival category. um, I can't, I, I don't really know. Music Man. Um, it's just, the, this freaking season man is is it's truly in, incredible uh it's gonna be it's highly anticipated and for for the right reasons you're gonna have Hugh Jackman Robbacore you're gonna have Miles Frost um you're gonna have these company stars Christopher Sieber Christopher Fitzgerald someone in companies will be nominated you know you're just gonna have such a variety of stars they're gonna have Ramin Karimloo from Funny Girl like all in the same category which is just absolutely incredible and so it's really going to be exciting to see how this all pans out. Um, I'm excited for this year's Tony Awards. Uh, the host has not been announced yet, but the nominees come out May 3rd, and we will be able to watch the Tony Awards on June, June 12th. So everyone stay tuned. I'll keep you all posted on what's going on and what further news we get uh, along the way, such as host and everything like that. Um, but very exciting stuff. I recently just mentioned MJ talking about that he would be eligible for the Tony Award. So let's just announce that MJ's going on tour, which is very exciting. This show, I feel like, was made to go on tour. Um, you know, it's you'll really start to get that Michael Jackson concert vibe, you know, from it going on tour. I can't. I can't, I don't know what's going to happen as far as casting because I can't imagine the show as any other cast. Um, I can't imagine someone playing Michael Jackson other than Miles Frost. Uh, he was just so amazing. And I feel like finding someone else to do that is just going to be such a challenge. So the casting directors really have a, a difficult task at hand, but I, I'm sure there's someone out there that can do it and that will pull it off so brilliantly that I cannot wait uh, to see what comes of that. So, very exciting stuff for MJ. Um that's going out on tour very soon. Happy closing to Space Dogs, which was written by Nick Blameyer who was a previous guest on Take About. Um just that was a huge off broadway hit recently. Um they extended their run as long as they could until the next show had to eventually kick them out. So congratulations to to seriously on a great run because you were able to continue to extend and do all of these incredible things and had such great press. Hopefully we see that in the future. I was unable to see it, but everyone that I knew that saw it said it was just incredible, and it was really great. But happy closing and congrats again on such a great run. Could we see Ben Stiller on a Broadway stage soon? It was reported by Deadline that Ben Stiller is in talks to play Jack Torrance's stage adaptation of The Shining. So that could be very fascinating. They're saying that it's scheduled for West End Bow in 2023. Um, But the production is expected to eventually transfer to Broadway. So that's already announced. We all know that Ben Stiller is a huge, huge Broadway guy loves Broadway, always goes to see shows. He's seen me in Funny Neverland. He's seen me in Pippin. Um, I've met him a few times. He's come backstage. He's brought his daughters. He he brought his kids and all of that, Uh, his family and all of that. So he's a huge Broadway fan. And I mean, we all know that he's he's a comedian. He's a great actor. That's something really to keep your eye out for. I would be very excited about that. I'm curious to see him live. Um, so that's just something to keep your eye out on and something that I found super fascinating. Uh, And I'm excited to see The Shining as a stage adaptation. I think that should be uh, pretty interesting. Anyways, that's all the news I have for you folks this week. Thanks again for listening. And without further ado, let's turn it over to Brittany Mack. Uh, Incredible interview coming your way. So without further ado, Brittany Mack, curtain up. (laughs) So today we welcome yet another rising star on Broadway. I mean, she already is a star, but currently she is making her Broadway debut in six as Anna of Cleves. This guest is the first six queen to take a bow. So welcome to take a bow, Brittany Mack. Ah,
1: thank you, I Thank you for uh- Oh
2: my gosh, I'm so, so happy to have you on. I'm obsessed with six. I saw it before the pandemic. um, So that was a a blessing. And I was one of the few people to be like, Oh, yeah, I saw it during the pandemic. So that was like my (laughs) pandemic kind of brag. Um, I want to add I want to there's so many things I want to ask you, first of all, but the way I usually like to start my um, interviews is I like to ask, you know, what kind of got you interested in the entertainment industry? And what made you want to tell stories?
1: Well, um I have I come from an entire family of artists and entrepreneurs and just very successful um incredible um small business owners and and I I have always kind of just wanted to I guess work for myself saying whatever that liberty meant. Um so in addition to that, I also grew up like my mom being um, a salon owner. You know, she kept her own hours, so sometimes those hours were very late. Being a single mother, and mm-hmm. she would just be like, "Okay, like after homework and reading and things like that, she would you know play all of these CDs and she would play music and all." So I grew up around music my whole life. My grandfather, you know, introduced me to. I don't know, uh, blues and jazz very early and old. I really, really love old twenties music. Um, And he introduced me to radio. And so I've had all of these very interesting influences and being from Chicago, which is where I'm from. um, The radio is such a big deal in Chicago. So radio shows like the Tom Joyner morning show and things like that. I grew up listening to. Um, So my first, like big oh would be my big break i used to want to be um a meteorologist on a radio show
2: oh
1: just so just because and then i started i don't know why i just was like oh i want to sound like that um so because they always sounded so cool or like the people giving like traffic reports you know And it was just so strange. Um, But on the Time Journal Morning Show, there was this show called It's Your World that he used to do that was kind of like, that was like a radio drama. So within his show, there was another show. And it was this like, novella like a soap opera and it was my favorite thing to listen to in the morning early in the morning getting ready for like daycare and I would sit there like yes oh my god like I knew what was happening with these very adult people um and it was awesome from there um I used to I also grew up watching WTTW and PBS and things like that and public broadcast network yay um and so my mom really late at night my mom used to um know that they would show musicals really really late. And so one night my mom sat me down in my big bird chair and she said you need to watch this and don't get up until it's done. And I was like, "Okay, Mommy." And all the lights <laughs> were off and I just remember looking at a colorful screen for what felt like 30 years. And of course it was uh the um it was the opening to West Side Story. And I was like, "Oh, so we just dance in the street. Yeah. Do that. That's that's it. Then, then she introduced me to to uh, Shirley Temple was my first big, like, oh, I want to be Shirley Temple. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be her. She was just little and cute. I'm little and cute. Like, let's go. <laughs> I want to tap dance and smile and pout and be cute. That's me. That's me. Let's go. And then um, watching black TV growing up. So all of, there were so many different influences that I had just growing up saying, oh, and the the biggest thing was honestly, Eli, my mom never said that I couldn't do or be any of the things that I said I wanted to do. Or be. Oh or That was the biggest thing. She was like, uh, okay, so tell, tell mommy why you want to do this and tell mm. mom, okay. And do you, and so how do you want to do it? you know and just wanted to see how involved we were and that includes me and my siblings and what it is that we thought we wanted to do even if we right. were going to change our minds and parents know um even if we were going to change our minds she just was always there to kind of take whatever we thought and grab it and cultivate it and help us go on to whatever path she saw That we really wanted to kind of start to go on. So I said, you know, I want to be Gary Coleman and share the temple when I grow up. (laughs) And she was like, oh, let's do it. And started to kind of get me in ballet, pardon me, get me into voice lessons and things like that. Um, I was a pretty sick kid, so I had a lot of surgeries and stuff like that. But afterward, there was no stopping me. And um, I guess the rest is history after that.
2: Little did you know here you would be today. Yeah,
1: I <laughs> am. You know? Amazing.
2: Yeah. So talk to me because your first, would you consider like your first professional show
1: to be Memphis? Uh, no, I would consider my first professional show to be um, Rent from... Ah. That I did at Seacoast Repertory Theater in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and we—that <laughs> uh, was the 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 first like regional professional get a check every week, you know, three hundred dollars every week gig oh, yeah. that I booked before I even graduated from AMDA. So wow. on the weekends during my showcase, my teachers, my professor, everybody worked with me because we had. Um, the days off. So you could go and audition Then we had evening classes. Mm. And I was like, and that was how the fourth semester was set up when I was going so that you could audition and and book. That was the idea. Um, And I booked. And so you're going to have to redo the program or you got to figure something out with, you know, and that was, that was like my first time negotiating, right. Saying, okay, like, I didn't have an agent, so like showcase was over, but I didn't have an agent or anything, so I was like, "All right, um, okay, so," and uh, we ended up working out that on the weekends I would take the bus, go mm. to New Hampshire, up to Portsmouth. So that's two buses: New York to Boston, Boston to Portsmouth. Oh my! And God. then Lou on me. Wow. When I think about it, I'm like, girl, who, who? What
2: age were you kid? exactly?
1: Um, so I took a the year content. off, so I think 18.
2: Yeah, that's 18, insane. Or, probably
1: 19, maybe 19. Good for you. Yeah, and um, because I did my first, okay, so probably 19. I did my first year in um, LA, AMDA, to LA. And then Mm -hmm. transferred to New York. So I think I was 19 years old. Wow. 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 Uh, (laughs) Took buses up there, came back on the weekends, and then finished the program. Um,
2: Incredible.
1: Yeah. So that was my first. So I did Rent There, where I was actually directed by Brian Swayze. Um, Mm. Yeah, who is, um, I believe, the artistic director or associate director. I never know which A word it is at um, Algonquin Playhouse right now. Um, I love him so much. He taught me so much. So he Uh uh, directed and choreographed Rent there. Um, my favorite part of that show, we had this beautiful, like dance, like ballet sequence to Santa Fe. Wow, uh, I still know it took. You well, well, like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> so that was that was that. Seacoast rep gave me my very first like yes. professional gig. Um, my first theater theater gig was at the drama group in the suburbs mm. of Chicago, where I did Oliver.
0: And oh yes,
1: I did Oliver there, and then I did um Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. So, oh, you know, because, oh, like, where yeah. else are you going to be able to be black yeah. and play one of the wives in Seven Brides, but a community theater. And it was, because <laughs> it's one of my favorite movie musicals. Oh, um, yeah. It was, early, it was a really good time. But, yeah, see, So were
2: those moments for you, like, that was it? Like, that's when you knew, like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I know it now. This is.
1: Everything. Oh, I knew that when I was four.
2: You- you, okay, you always, already know.
1: Always <laughs> known. I was one of those kids wow. that always. I've always known who I was. You know, yeah. All of us, me, all my siblings. Um, we've always just known. Um, and my mom was like, "Okay," because she, she raised us to have opinions. She raised us to right. realize that we weren't kids; that we are little versions of people, um, that we just have to learn what we need to learn so that when we become big people, um, is not so hard. And right. so that's basically like, was like her, her philosophy. And so she allowed us to, uh, um, um, speak our minds and and talk. And so when we did that, we learned that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. We learned what respect meant. We learned like the, my brothers learned like when a girl is going through what she's going through for the month, like leave her alone. Like we learn how to be people. And so to do, so going into things like actor housing and, you know, being with a bunch of people, like all of those experiences that come with college and, or just like your contracts, I was cool because I come from a really big family. We had pets and animals everywhere. Um, so I knew because we learned respect very, very young. And so that to say, I knew that this is what I wanted to do because I had to work for it. And she showed me that I had to work for it. I went to a private art school um, in high school. I went to the Chicago Academy for the Arts. Um, wow. In my eighth grade year, she, my mom was like, okay, so listen, um, or seventh grade. She said, if you want to go to to start pursuing uh, music theater full-time, you have to stop cheerleading because I was an an athlete
0: that performed
1: like that. And so I was uh, in track and I ran and I was just like very athletic. And so she was like, you got to start to choose because you got to heal your voice so you can sing. And I was like, so that was really the turning point of choice. um, Absolutely. Because I went, you know, other than that, you could continue to pursue acting in a different way and go to like an HBCU and like these things, if you want to, or, and, and again, my mom choice, 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 yeah. uh, you know, free will giving you the the chance to make a choice because this is what adulthood would be. My mom, now that I'm in my thirties, I'm like, wow I'm always I always call her and I'll be like Mom, I just want to thank you um yeah seriously because wow mom okay have a good day okay bye you know right. like, she's just so cool um and she was like listen I didn't know I we don't right. know she said I just know you know one of the hardest jobs is not being a parent it's being a kid and mm. it's hard and I didn't want to make it harder for y'all And so I just wanted to prepare you as much as I could. That's my job is to prepare you as much as I could. And it was five of us, five to one. And so she was like, listen, and y'all, woo, you know, and, um, and, and we had, uh, you know, a dog and the parakeets and an iguana, two birds. (laughs) So it was a lot going on. (laughs) But that I knew because I, I understood the work that it required and I didn't mind it. I didn't mind at the time what it meant to be diligent, what it meant to persevere, what it meant to get yes. up in high school at 4.30 in the morning to catch a train at six, to be on the bus stop at seven, to be, you know, and if you miss the bus, you better get on the other train and then walk to school and what that meant at 13 years old. You know, right. so I was like, Oh, LA, yeah, let's go. I'll go be in LA for a while. <laughs> oh, New York, let's go. You know, like, right. so I, so being just starting my contracts, I was like, Yeah. And so, and Brittany Mack was that Brittany Mac was the book, like back to back to back to back. They're like, oh. Brittany, how long are you in town for? To, 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 you leaving now? Great. It's good to see you. Okay. Love you, friend. Okay. Bye. You know, oh. it was like the joke amongst all my friends. So, um, and, and then, uh, you know, I blink and, and here I am.
2: Yeah, here you are.
1: <laughs> With Kizzik Hands Free Shoes, Motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of Motion. With over 200 patents and easy
0: on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again.
2: There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've
0: ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at pizzic.com socks. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. That's incredible.
2: First of all, I want to meet your mom. Your mom seems so cool. She's um, cool. <laughs> no, but I feel like it, it like, Similar to my experience, like if your parents, if you want to be in the performing arts as a kid, if your parents aren't like willing to to take that jump with you yeah. and they're able to like look at you no longer as a kid and they're able to respect you as like an individual and like you're able to work things out, it's insane like what, what you can accomplish and what you can do and what you do to make it work.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I mean, how many, I mean, we know Eli, right? Like how many people, how many friends do we have? How many colleagues, coworkers, people that we've met peers in our industry that have been in a position where they just don't have that little bit of support? And and that's all we talk about, right? As artists, we're so emotional. We're just like... (laughs) My parents didn't believe in me. My parents yes. didn't want and so what happens is, you know, uh theater becomes a refuge and a and 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 a place to run to as opposed to a place to arrive, right? Right. You're running towards this industry that you feel like will give you the acceptance that you really needed from somebody in your past, your friends, family, whatever. Because again, being a child, that's that early childhood development. Like you need the support. You just need support. And you know, that's why teachers are so important. That's why, you know, that that family support is everything. Even if you have a sibling that's like, you better sing. And you're just like, really? And they're like, (laughs) yeah, you like, okay. And uh, you know, (laughs) one person that will help you kind of, you know, get get to that, then it really does make a difference. It, yeah. really, it really does. Because I, unfortunately, I find that like the people, some people, some, so pardon me for misspeaking, some people who don't have that support, it's harder for them to last in the industry. It's right. It's the longevity part. It's the like, I think I can, I think I can, I'm going to keep on keeping on, I'm going to truck along. You know, it's that part, the perseverance, that get through the mud to get to the solid ground part that's Absolutely. where the support is important. So, yeah, and and I guess even now I try to be that friend that's like, "Hey friend, how you doing? When's the last time you audition? You don't want to do that? That's okay. What you want to do? Sell coffee? Mm. Let's go. You want to make your right. own? Let's do it. What do I need to do to help you?" Right? And so, even as the adult, cuz that's 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 all human. That's all we want. It's support and love, you know?
2: Absolutely. Wherever it
1: comes from. So, I yeah, yeah, Eli, I I had a lot of that growing up
2: that's amazing I mean everything in life just takes a group of people it's not it can't be accomplished by one person you know it's just not gonna happen that way and just and it's the same thing for performing so like the fact that you're able to do that and you're able to like be that friend and you know learn from your mama and just be like this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna give back I'm gonna put it forward that's amazing good for you um I, well, I want to talk to you uh, about Memphis, and I want to talk to you about tour life. Um, I know tour life is amazing, but it's also, like, crazy all at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> talk to me about it, and talk to me about, like, just, you know, not the difference between Broadway and tour, but kind of more so, like, how tour life prepared you for Broadway.
1: You know... Touring and and so, in interestingly, excuse me, interestingly enough, when I saw Memphis for the first time and I saw Laquette Pringle sashay across that stage and kick her face, and (laughs) I (laughs) thinking about it now, I am like speechless. When I saw that opening and all these black faces on this stage, and I was like, great, cool, love this, you know. I was just like, what is going on? Um, and you saw Ephraim Sykes slide across the stage. And you saw Dan. I just was like, so I'm not. Dang. I can. This is a little. This is a lot for me right now. This is a lot. <laughs> um, but I, I there was nothing better. So, so when I saw her, I saw Memphis five times with the original. Wow. Podcast. And then to see Montego with her beautiful chocolate self come down the stage. Hey, y'all. Big old mouth. Eyes open big. I just was like, and first of all, her arms. I said, come on, serve us these arms, Montego. Right. I, I said, and th- but I couldn't keep my eyes off Laquette. I could not mm. keep my eyes off Laquette Pringle, who is a huge inspiration for me. I don't know if she ever knows. I don't know if I've ever told her that, um, but she is. And oh, wow. she... Um, I saw her and I was like, I want to be that role. I want, I want that. I want to wear what she's wearing. I want that wig. I want that. And so I went in for Memphis. Um, I went, I was out of town when they did the first national, uh, uh, the equity tour. And I was like, snap. But all, everyone that I knew was on this tour and I was like, oh no, Um, I ended up doing, (laughs) funny enough, I ended up doing The Wiz at Main State Music Theater. And Laquette was Dorothy in The Wiz. Wow. And uh, Brie was in the ensemble and Brie i Brie was in the ensemble of um, the Memphis, the first national. Another friend of mine, Alex Aguilar, was in rent. The, I mean, I was in Memphis, the first national. Like, so all of these different connections, right? But I got a chance to witness Laquette and all of her wonderful yes. incredibleness in um, The Wiz because she was Dorothy. And it was funny, I'll never forget. She came up to me and she said, You know, this role would be great for you. You really should play this role. And I said, I already have. And yeah. so I was a replacement. In that someone, like, called out, and so I ended up doing. Then they called me for The Wiz, and so I kind of came and got a chance to work with, like, E. Clayton Cornelius and, you know, Laquette Pringle. And um, and Eric and and Kylie and, and uh, Donna Drake uh, directed it, and Mark Stewart choreographed it. So it was, like, huge, big... Bobby Bobby Day like it was huge big cast okay sure one of those ones you were be like oh my god this is like pre-broadway you know what I mean right. Alpha <laughs> Hines was in it like this this was like Broadway ensemble realness and Broadway leads like, we're ready for this right and you know E. Clayton is like original Broadway everything yeah and so I'm like if he's in this hmm hmm, so uh, mm-hmm. la la la, I was, listen I was plotting, okay, I was like I'm right. so down for this show okay, let's nice. go um, so when she told me that I it, it kind of like burned in my spirit and I was like oh my gosh, and, and we became very cool and, um, and I just, I adore her, so I went in for the tour following which was the non-equity tour, but this tour I knew quite a few people who were going in for it, so I was like, I'll go in for it And I'm in the the callback, the final callbacks for the dance part. Um, And Brie is standing there. She goes, Brittany Mack, hey girl. I say, hey Brie. Like, oh my God, Like that. And I made it all the way through to the final round um, after cuts and all of these things. Um, So it it goes to show you how important work ethic is and building relationships are. And that doesn't mean talking to everybody and hanging out all the time. But it does just mean staying true to who you are. And like, if you're this like person, be this person, you know, whatever that is. Um, And she was like, oh, my God, Brittany, you are so crazy. Like, and because I was just in there having a good time because that's just kind of me. And I love this show and I love the music. And we learned underground. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm ready. Oh my God. I was so ready. And, um, <laughs> You're <laughs> wow. You're like serving right now. I was, like, <laughs> freaking out. I was like, yes, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Um, and I was there all day. It was the longest day ever. Um, this guy that I really, really liked at the time was also there. And so we were, like, in it together. And, like, we had also, we worked together years before. So we were, like, hanging out. And I was like, hi. (laughs) It's like when you don't care you're sweaty, you know, because you look hot. Because you're just like, yeah, I'm still in it. I'm still in callbacks. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, So then, so then, uh, la, la, la. So, I ended up actually not booking it originally, but uh-huh. I got called to do a replacement on it. Someone got hurt. Someone got injured. So I was kind of like a vacation swing really quickly. Um, so I just came in, I learned Memphis in uh, two two oh uh, two dressing rooms and a lobby. What? And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I learned the track. And let me tell you, when I say shove with love and right. all, and you know, just jumping on like, okay, here we go. You know, but I also understood and knew it was my job to to show up. Mm-hmm. So I showed up, baby. And when I tell you, they were like, Brittany, you better they were like, nobody has ever laughed at that part. Why are they laughing? At oh. you? I'm a commi- like, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Because I I don't know, who cares? You know, and um it was just so much fun, but really it was like, oh my god, I am and and I was actually in the same role that Laquette was in. And I was like, "Wow, I'm in the body suit. I'm in the shoes. I'm in the wig. I'm in the dress. I'm in the like." And I was like, "It's important (laughs) to say what you want." Yes. And once you say it, don't stop till you get it. You know, and because uh, who can Bob Klein? Bob Klein cast me, and he called me. I never forget. I was in my apartment. I was back in Chicago too. I was like, Bob, I'm back in Chicago. Like, I left the city because um, uh, I was, my 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 grandfather had passed. My mom was like, da-da-da. Like, there was a whole bunch of things going on. And he was like, uh, well, I need you in Mississippi tomorrow. tomorrow. I was like, Tom- that's what I did, Eli, tomorrow. Right. <laughs> to <me. laughs> right. And was packed and was ready to go. Oh, I was God. like, I got to wash some panties, but I will be there. Um, and I was there. And what was lovely was being there with Avion's Hoyles, who I went to AMDA with, being there with some familiar faces um, mm-hmm. and some new familiar faces. Now people that like Keely, who's in Moulin Rouge and you know Jasmine, who's in uh, Book of Mormon and... Sydney, who's right now just first of all, he's just the most beautiful human being, but he's in Paradise Square right now. Oh. Um, you know him and JT and Paris Nix, and they were all in beautiful together. They kind of just like kept booking the same thing because they are all very pretty. You know, I was right. like, wow, oh, must be nice to be pre-black men. And they were just <laughs> to go here and here and here and here and here and here, and then so then um, so it was just really nice. And I also went to Amda with Paris as well. So they were like, pretty much and i was like oh my gosh so it was cool because people got a chance to kind of be like okay well she must be cool because these people know her they know her rapport um and they were like you still up and i was like yes i have to get this my roommate was Yo. um oyoyo is in and M- she's a swing in mj right now yes um i love her and like the so community so- she's so- oh my gosh, she's in oh my god so talented <laughs> she's insane i'm obsessed like what the what <laughs> ew uh. and she's so beautiful right. and long and sweet so and funny. Fair. she's so funny so you know the other thing was feeling i for the first time i think ever i felt short because oyoyo's well, got a nice height on her and she's very long um and mm-hmm. keely's very long and so i was like oh they hire really long black girls um I'm, I'm not long. So it also gives you an insight on like casting and things and what they were looking sure. for. Because a lot of times you're like, well, you know, you just don't know what they were looking for um, or what, what, you know. And yeah, you want to think like your height isn't what, <clears throat> excuse me, your height isn't whatever. But Jasmine, who played um, Felicia, is tall. So that was our ensemble, right? And right. so that was our Black ensemble, our Beale Street ensemble. So it was like, oh, that made sense. I was like, oh, cool. Okay, you know, and it, it was just like cool, cool, cool. Um, so you like it was interesting to kind of start to see and notice certain things and how touring worked. And let me tell you something, it's a hard life. Being on a right. bus, being on planes, like On
2: your day off. So like, what is a day off? You don't
1: have a turnaround day. (laughs) Right. Then what is your recovery like? You know, then you got to check in the hotels. Then you got to figure out where you're going from there. Then you got to make sure you eat. You got to this, you got to that. And listen, this was not when everybody was like, oh my God, I have celiac. I have this. I have that. And (laughs) I'm not downplaying people who have things. But on tour, you get what you get. Or you better hope you go to Walmart and get you some, you know, it wasn't. This is interesting because there wasn't like Grubhub. Right. And and you wasn't Grubhubbing to you was like, I guess let me see if they got delivery. Let me call Domino's. You know, it was that it was like, oh, I'm at the gas station. Let me get some fruit cups. You know, like you got what you could. And I'll tell you one thing. If you were like, I don't eat beef. Well, you might today. Um, Right. Do you get your protein, child. Gonna- I don't know. You know, like you just never right. really knew what what you were gonna get. Um, but it was it was really it was lovely, and I had a wonderful experience coming into a cast that had already built what they built, right? Sure. And I, and I was very aware that I was just there temporarily, and I was like, mm. and they were like, "Brittany, so are you gonna stay?" I said, "Oh no, this is too hard for my body." Oh, I knew immediately. Yes. I said, oh, my body can't do this like yeah. naps on the buses on the floor, buying dog beds because yeah, that's like Henry Foam and cushy and this and you buy three and then you whatever and y'all share. And I said, oh no, this is not for me. No,
2: no, mm. no,
1: um, it It was something to learn from. It was something to prepare me, but more for preparation of mm, understanding what role in my career that I wanted. Right. How do I want to, Continue to pursue my career. Uh, I am not. A, a, I am not a swing. Some people mm. are like, no, I am a swing. Like that is my gift. That is yeah. not my gift. God did not bless me with that gift. I right. The way my kneecaps are set up, like I, that's not for me. Being an athlete, i sure. I mean, being young, it was very hard on my body, you know, and not maintaining that particular athletic lifestyle and switching to more of an artistic lifestyle. So you're talking ballet and things like that. The body start, you know, I have acute arthritis in my knee. Like I have, like, so uh, from running, I've been a runner my whole life. And so the right. point where it was like, yeah, you can't do that anymore. And I was like, Oh, I don't know who I am. Yeah. Right. Like, cause it's about who you are outside of what you do. Um, so, uh, I, I did that tour, learned so much in the short time I was there, was so welcomed. Everyone was so lovely. Um, and I I figured out that okay, I'm I'm not a swing. I'm not a swing, I'm not even really so much like an understudy cover type of situation. I'm either yeah. gonna be full ensemble or I'm a or I'm a lead. Right. And that's, that's just it. But I am in the show every day. I like right. the consistency of it. I'm a person who needs consistency, consistency who desires it, um, and who functions very well with it. So from that, um, I knew I knew that whatever pursuit of whatever I wanted in Broadway or or you know in the rest of my career that that's what I would always go for. Um, yeah. So that's what I learned from from touring, um, and that's and that that was more my thing what prepared me for Broadway, because then I I did cruise ships. I did all kinds of things. Um, I really liked working for Royal Caribbean. I really liked the cruise ship life. Uh, People have opinions about it, but I I think don't knock it till you try it. And it is Mm. very hard. Um, It is, but wow, 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 wow. It makes you so culturally aware. It makes you realize how small America really is. It makes you understand and learn people, the rest of the world's opinions about our country. Um, it, yeah. give, it, it really teaches you, you know, now it's very popular to say, give grace, right? Um, it's very trendy, um, but it, it teaches you what that actually means when you're dealing with someone who doesn't speak English, when we think everybody speaks English, but why don't you right. speak Italian? Why don't you speak Spanish? You know, why don't you speak Tagalog? Like what's wrong with you? You know? And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Right. Um so yeah, it's it's interesting. I I learned and what prepared me for Broadway, honestly, Eli, was every experience in my whole life. Right. Every single I can't pinpoint one, but I will tell you different turning points that I had like working with Brian um learning mm-hmm. professionalism in that way learning where your lines are with production and like your directors and your cast what that is even if you yes. did feel comfortable um we're learning what the business part of the show is so yeah. business this this industry is 99.9% business right <laughs> then 1% right. is the, the 0.1% is show um, yeah. And, and the business part is simply how you carry yourself. It's how you choose to navigate this industry and doing it with integrity. And that it's not what you do, it's how you do it. That if you want to be successful, that success is a mindset. So it, that's, why, that's why people who say, oh, I, you can do anything you put your mind to, that's where that comes from. Because as long as you shift your mind, so as a man thinks, So is Mm as soon as you think it, that's why it's so important to think a positive. That's why positive thinking, positive affirmations, whatever it is that gets you out of bed in the morning. I could do this, but I got this. I mean, I'm going to sit here. I may fart for a second, but then I'm going to get up and I'm going to (laughs) go, whatever works for you, you know, get up and do it. I get up and I make myself laugh. I have a vanity in my room and I get up and I look at it and I go, wow. Wow, ma'am. Who you are winning today?
2: Yes. Why is
1: your face dry? And then I like make myself laugh, and I'm just like, "Wow, just, just I just eyes crusty. What, ma'am, could you? And I'm like, I'm gonna handle that. Like that is my conversation with me in the morning. Yeah. And then I'm just because I have to uh, humor humor for myself because life is hard, you know. Mm-hmm. This industry yeah. is hard, and so. Um, this, the, and I mean, not even to mention the last two years that everyone has gone through in the whole world, um, it's just been so much. So, so even that, right, has prepared me to come back to Broadway, right, Mm -hmm. what that looks like, and knowing what to ask for as a black woman in a show. That is very that can be very shaping industry wise, right? Right. It can be very shaping, and when I say industry, I'm talking to the younger artists in our industry, the artists that are coming up to Broadway. Can Absolutely. Get, looking at six can shape their whole worlds, and and take the idea of impossible and turn it into possible, right? Right. And, and say like, wait a, wait, okay, you know, I could do that. You yes. Know what you mean I. I could do that to take a show like six and say, we cast all uh, female, female identifying and non-binary people in these roles. I'm sorry, what?
0: This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. And now, get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and Conditions Supply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm
1: sorry, what? It's amazing. Let's go. And and, and to challenge those who are to actually come in and audition though. Like actually do it.
0: Challenge them
1: and, and make them say no to you. And, yes. and, and, and be everything that you are right so so going coming into Broadway it was really how how I carry myself I, I've always said that Broadway is the floor because yeah. because it's it's a, it's a stepping stone it's a launch pad for for what you could do in this industry and the show like six is so big that for me it's you know you get five seconds of, of being in the the next big show. So right now I'm I'm probably at second three and a half, and yeah. I got two and a half more seconds, uh, one and a half more seconds to be like, okay, what do I do with this platform while I'm while I'm here? What yeah. what do I do? Where where can I continue to be a light? How can I be Brittany and help to shape? The minds of those who thinks that it's impossible to make them know that it is possible. for this little bitty four foot eleven thing from <laughs> Chicago to wear her natural hair on stage playing a German queen yes. and the story just be what it is, right? It doesn't change. People don't be like, "Well, you're not pale, so you're not German." What? I don't care. I just want to hear what happened. Most people right. don't even know who Anne is. Right. People have no idea. They're like, "Now, who is this fourth one?" And everybody, but everybody's like, "Oh my god!" When it's done, when you realize who she is, what her story, how how much she rocks, you know. Yes. Um, so it's just it's just that cool. You know what I mean? Um, and 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 that so 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 all of that to say, I you know, Broadway is 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 a street. That runs yeah. from the top of the island all the way down to the bottom of it, right? And in some and in every state, there's a Broadway street. Yeah. If you want to be on Broadway, go sing on the street. No, but but you but <laughs> but really though, <clears throat> it is important to know that the same way you approach auditioning for your regional houses, mm-hmm. just you just auditioning. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's yeah. the same. When you go in, you're like, oh, and we still have tech. We have 10 out of 12. We do this. We do that. Oh, everything's literally the same. So yeah. your career is what prepares you for your career. Interesting. Yeah. You know, it really is kind of all the same. Stage management, this, that. Every house has its own rules, just like every theater has its own rules. Right. Um. And and that's it. It really is just just maintaining who you are yeah got to maintain who you are so it's important to know who you are and if you don't it's okay to take time to figure it out right it's hard to do that you know
2: it is hard to do that and i feel like that it, finding out who you are and truly knowing that you you won't be able to perform and become someone else until you know who
1: you are exactly you so know? that you can see where you fit so you can see what you add to the character to right. make them tangible and to make them uh reach the audience that's right right because we could see you know what made us freak out when you know when Leslie Odom came down how does a bastard come on and you're just like "Ah! Ah! oh my god like I believed immediately everything he told me yep everything everything he said I believed it Everybody mm-hmm. else, I didn't know what they were talking about, but everything <laughs> Leslie is telling me, I believe you, sir. Right. And and if you read his story, his book, uh, what is it? Falling up, failing up? I think it's falling oh my god. up. Um
2: I didn't even know that he had a book.
1: Oh my god, it's incredible. Is it falling up? I'm gonna find out what it is. But <laughs> his 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 book is just so lovely, and you just get so much of who he is that you go, ah, mm -hmm, that's why you, okay, failing up and you're like failing uh. up. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, that's why you, I see it now. Yeah. I see it now. And you hear about his passion and things like that with rent and you hear how everything he did in his life prepared him for this thing. This, yes. this show that he had been in from the ground up, that where he had no money, where he stuck with it—that's the perseverance, right? Where and mm-hmm. so it's funny because people they want to know what's the sauce, right? What's how do you get to Broadway? How do you whatever? Everyone's journey is going to be different, but I guarantee you, mm, like uh, mm, everyone's cake will be different, but the ingredients all in R are the same, right? You need flour, you need eggs, you need milk. You need What you need for it to stick and rise is what you need. But your flavor may be chocolate. Your flavor may be strawberry. Your yeah. flavor may be different. Your frosting cream cheese, whipped cream, right. dang, fresh fruits. I see you sprinkles. But right. the cake itself still needs exactly what it needs to be a cake. Yes. And that, absolutely. that's what this is, you know?
2: It's so true. Oh my God. That's that's amazing. That little reference. Oh, wow, that there. was deep. I know, oh, right? Yeah, like that went to another place. Oh
1: my god. I'm a philosopher.
2: Right. You're gonna have your own show soon. Listen, oh my god. I should Right. Oh my god. That was that was intense, but like that was real talk, you know? Like that was that was real stuff, and it's totally true. I mean it's incredible the way that you were able to put that out and I was like wait that actually makes sense and it always it makes it better when you're you're talking about food it's easier to I follow mean, along.
1: right <laughs> right always everyone
2: says wait food you grabbed my attention you said, Catchy, right <laughs> right um, well i have to ask just cuz like we're talking about like six like you mentioned like it just it's it truly is revolutionary for Broadway. I mean, it, I mean just to have an all-female cast, the creative team, everything. It, it's just what you guys are doing. It's literally like the hottest ticket in town. It's just like it's insane. It and it's beautiful, and what you all are doing eight shows a week is just even more incredible. Like what is it like to be able to like collaborate with all of these wonderfully talented and beautiful women on on a stage?
1: Oh my gosh, it's it's insane. It's insane, like you like because everyone's always like, it's insane, and I'm like, it really is. Like, what happens on that stage? I'm like, I don't need, I promise you, I black out, and I'm really glad that I do. Like, my personal performance, I black out, but I could tell you everything that's going on on that stage. Um, Mm. because we are just a bunch of really good friends laughing at each other and being silly, like, there's no real work happening, Eli, right. that is not okay. This is Broadway, okay? This is the yes.
0: principal.
1: We need to get it together. Um, you know what? Uh, it it it's something that we established, uh, and by we, I mean the original, the original, the OG six, um, which includes um, myself, Samantha Polly, Andrea Macassette, um, Adriana Hicks, Abby Mueller, and Anna Uzele. Um, mm-hmm. We. We started all together at Chicago Shakespeare Theater. Yes, and your hometown. Turn up,
0: turn Come up, on. and we
1: were there. And you know, <laughs> it, it. We 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 are all pieces to an an incredibly perfect puzzle that we didn't even know existed. Um yeah. and it's it's. You know, you wait for so long for something that seems tailor made for you. And, you know, I remember, let me tell you something, Eli, the way I went in for Beautiful, mm-hmm. I maybe I went in for them so many times. I can't even <laughs> listen. I was just like, I, it, I, I should have got paid. That's how many. <laughs> for real. I even went in one time and there was this girl that I knew that she uh from high school and she didn't show up. And I did I was waiting and I said, if they have a space available, I would love to just walk in and like do this audition cuz I knew that they oh. were actually casting. And they were like, "I'm so sorry we can't take anyone." I was like, "Even the girl that didn't show up, which I'm mad cuz I know her, mind you. I'm like, I should text her right now and be like, why?" Are you-? <laughs> um and they were like, "Yeah, no, so sorry." And I thought about, I actually thought about this the other day. And I said, you know what, Brittany, you couldn't have gone in, in her slot because it was her slot. It even had a yeah. name on it. And that would have altered your journey so much. I was so upset. From that day, Eli, I, I didn't have an agent. I said, you know what? I'm not coming back to New York because I was still in Chicago traveling. I said, I'm not coming back to New York until I have an agent. I'm not doing this anymore. It mm. makes me tired. I can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Now, my relationships that I had built, I was able to get appointments and things, but that was like years of just like, that's the pound in the pavement for me. So I right. said, you know what? All right. A couple months later, Eli, I got an agent. Now, I had submitted. I've been submitting top agents and stuff. They wanted me to come to LA. I was like, I can't come to LA. I got to do Broadway. Yeah, I got to do it first. Um, and and all that to say, I got an agent. And then I go in, uh, and I'm in Chicago, and we had talked, and we're back and forth, and da-da-da. So I would go in for stuff and in and out of New York, and I actually auditioned for Six in Chicago. Wow. I didn't even know I was auditioning for Six. What? I was auditioning auditioning for The Wizard of Oz, okay? So King Ingram, original uh, Lion King, uh, he was directing The Wizard of Oz at Chicago Shake, so I went in for it. I was at my eighth audition of the day. I was, like, fasting. I was, like, in a really good space like spiritually and physically and all these things. And it was my eighth audition and last audition of the day. And I went in and auditioned at the Equity Building for Chicago Shakes. I saw the breakdown, but I didn't know what six was. I wasn't even paying attention to that. I went in for The Wizard of Oz. I was like, y'all going to get all of this today. I'm Mm -hmm. going to represent the lollipop swag, swag. I was red (laughs) deep. So I went in, I sang my song, and Bob, oh, Bob, Bob was like, mm, Rick. Do you have anything else? I, when I tell you Bob had me go through my whole book, I was like, Bob, you're going to cut me a check because this is a concert. <laughs> this is a concert, Bob. Not me. always right. want to get paid. Um, so always, always looking for the checks. We all. Listen, oh my God. I was hungry. <laughs> I was fast and I was hungry. Um, so right. we uh, fast forward. I booked this thing. I get 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 down, get where I don't know what this is. And I was also in final calls for uh Anne Boleyn to sing Don't Lose Your Head. Oh. So that was really funny. Wow, you would have loved to be in the room for that, Eli. Um yes. it was very funny. I was like, What is what grew up in the what? I don't know what wait, can I start over? It was so much great. Right. Um <laughs> She was not for me, obviously. So then we, so we're fast forward, we're in our first day of rehearsal and we do all the like paperwork stuff. And I said, can we just have a second? They walked out. I said, Hey ladies. I said, "Um, can we just take a second to just like, accept the fact that we're all women. Mm. We are all humans. We're all women. Mm -hmm. We're all in this space. We come from different backgrounds and creeds and colors and generational things. Uh, But I think if we respect each other, we'd be all right. Because I've been in all female cast before doing Beehive. I've done Beehive quite a few times, and right. it's my favorite show to do because my experiences on all female shows have just been magic. Uh-huh. If you decide to respect each other, because right. we a lot, we a lot, we a lot, and uh, so I said, you know, if and in Beehive it can be a pretty big show, um, depending on how you want to cast it and what version you do. So I was like, you know, hey guys, like. Can we agree to agree that we will respect each other first? And if you don't want to talk to that baby, you don't have to. If you need a hug, hug it out. If mm-hmm. you like, girl, I just, can we? Yep, we're going. You know, whatever we need, let's do that. And we yeah. did. And from that day on, I, Eli, I am, I am certain that that is our sauce. Yeah. Because we took the time with no one else around to say that we will respect each other. So even if somebody don't want to hang out, it's okay. We know that you're not a hangouter. But when you do, if you say, but today I want to turn up at the club, we going to the club. Right. Go, you know, and that we would be there for each other in whatever way they needed us to be. And that's what we did. And we didn't let anyone, not not production, not uh, a creative team, not no one get in our sauce. We yes. didn't get in our pot. It was just, it's just us. And then there's a pot, like, you know, the container within a container within a container yeah. situation, but we're the center of it. Yeah. And I believe that that had allowed us to, and, and, um, and I was so nervous saying it cause I was like, Brittany, who do you think you are? You know? But I was like, but I, you know, someone's, you gotta do it
0: because yeah, we we're all so different.
1: We were all so mm-hmm. different and very aware that this person had been on Broadway. That person did too. That, Wow. Wow, I am in the room with some, I am in yeah. the room where it happens. Okay, uh, what is, ah, so let's just establish that right now we're all the same, regardless of, so it was so many things that was said there that didn't need to be said, as long as we agree to respect each other, and that's what we did, and and, and here we are.
2: Yeah, that's beautiful. And I think you can, I think you can tell that on stage. Yeah. Now that you say it, you know, it's very clear yeah. that that is your little sauce. And yeah. that is like, y'all are just playing, y'all are just doing your thing, you respecting each other, but also letting you guys be yourselves. Yes, it's yes. just, it's amazing. It and is. Seriously. And it's what makes, you can see that you guys are having so much fun. So it makes the audience have just as much fun, if not more. Exactly. So it totally translates. And I can't believe that that's incredible. What a story. And it all came from you. You made that to us. <laughs> it was, you know, it, it
1: it it was a group thing. And I think it was something that everyone was thinking like, mm, we all need to get together and have a talk. But it was like, we yeah. had to do it before we started. Right? You know, right. We didn't do it after rehearsal. We had to do it right before to kind of, you know, foundation is everything. And so I, you know, I was like, all right, all right. I'll be the one to say it, you know. Um, yeah. And it was fine. And it was like, yep, yeah, OK, cool. Uh, we all agree. Cool. OK, you can come in now. Yeah, it's like one of those secret meetings, and they, they're like, What happened in here? Is- <laughs> and I mean, you know, from there, you know, our voices blended. We la it just, it just was you became one magic, yeah, we did, yeah,
2: one of a kind,
1: no cash, yes,
2: seriously. And and honestly, like I said, like, I love Six because it's such an, not an, on- I guess it is like an ensemble piece, yeah. you know, like y'all have your own moments to shine, yeah, but you all compliment each other so well and when you all sing together it is one you know like it's just you are all being featured but at the same time it's it's a group and yeah. it, you it's it's just it's mind blowing it how, how beautiful it is on the stage and how different it is from any show and how you all have found a way to make it work and make it what it is today yeah um so kudos to all of you i'm everyone is obsessed with six and it, it's such a beautiful beautiful show and y'all are doing some incredible work and it's so cool that you're back on broadway so everyone go check out six because we're back, we are back. Than ever. yes so exciting I mean, honest to God, Brittany, I, I can't thank you enough. I've taken up so much of your time, but I am so honored that you were able to come on here today and talk to me about all these incredible stories that you had to share. I think a lot of people will learn a lot from
1: it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Eli. And I'm like, and that's the thing when I just start talking and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, and this thing happened and this oh, thing happened. Beautiful. You know, so I I apologize for talking your head off and everyone that's listening, but um. It's it it it's it's that right that to give people more of an understanding. My my lo- I would love like in a dream world for people to really think about Broadway how they do like mega feature films and like mm. huge cinema, you know, yeah. and like really see our industry as this um, as a very important, very detrimental and and vital part of the entertainment industry. Um,
0: yes.
1: And know how many people that, how many actors that people love that are on film right now and, you know, Netflix and all of these different streaming platforms and stuff that started on Broadway or that started in a regional theater somewhere. Um, So supporting Broadway and supporting regional theaters, go see tours and things like that, how important it is to the rest of the infrastructure of entertainment, you know, because Broadway, you know, live theater is where it all started you know, you know, going in vaudeville and, you know, all of these things, like all of the, you know, even live, I mean, live entertainment, period, comedy shows, all of that. Like, it's so hard to get up there and be vulnerable. We don't get 17 takes, you know, that's also its own hard, difficult thing. But when you see somebody's wig fall off, like Ari did, (laughs) my girl Ari and threw it, that's real, you know, and then people were like, My girl was on the 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 morning the today show the, the people's magazine all of that and this girl is an incredible artist, DJ, you know, and, yeah. and community activist and all of these things and ha- and have been around for a long time and it took for her wig to fall off for people to see her. Do you see right. what I mean? Wow. That is, right. is wow to me. And what other industry can your wig fall off and it make you yeah. a 24 hours sensation? No, right. none other than Broadway. So none I just like in places like, you know, uh Broadway Podcast Network and things like that that continue to push um our stories forward and things, I'm so grateful for. Um oh. and so thank you so much for having me on, Eli. I am so honored to have chatted with you today. Thank you. Thank oh my you.
2: God. Thank you. You deserve to take all the vows seriously. So much fun. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh my god. <laughs> Yes. Oh well. Seriously. Thank you so much. This was a blast, and you are one of the best storytellers I think I've had on the podcast. So thank you. Oh
1: my god. No yeah. <laughs>
2: thank you. Take a bow, Brittany Mack. I mean, seriously, that was just—it literally had a bit of everything. Uh, whoever you are listening to this, I think that we can all relate to the things that she was saying. They were so universally. Um, relatable and, and, and understandable that she put it, she put it in ways that were just so um, relevant and real. And um, I think it made for an incredible interview. And I think it was so impactful because of all of the wonderful things that she brought up uh, talking about, I, I definitely did not expect to talk about the, our parents as much as we did, but I'm glad that we were do, able to do so from an adult perspective, because usually I have those conversations with, you know, the teen actors and the child actors that I have on here. Uh, Um, So, talking about it with her was just a a great story, and I am dying to meet uh, Mama Mac. So, um, shout out to you if you're listening to this. Um, Thank you for the gift of your daughter, because I would not have talked to her today if it wasn't for you, and uh, for all your support and getting her through theater, and all the parents out there, for that matter, for all of the guests that I've talked to, and including myself, like, huge shout out to my parents, just talking to her, just really put that uh, perspective back into my head. And it, it's truly incredible what all the parents do out there because it really, and friends, like it really, you, you're you not going to be able to succeed in this business if you don't have that kind of support system. Um, so huge shout out to all of those involved. And, and, and it truly takes a village. And, and until you reach out and get that help, you're not going to be successful in this industry. So that's a huge, huge takeaway from from all of this. And uh, what she just had to say about six and and kind of, you know, leading the way um, as as a newbie in the industry was just fascinating. So I appreciate all the fun stories that she brought on to the show and all the incredible uh, kind of examples that she shared with all of us to get us to really understand and put it into our shoes. So huge shout out to Brittany Mack. I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, and sharing all of your stories that you have throughout your career and uh, your time at Six in Memphis. So, if you haven't yet, I highly encourage you to to go check out our Take About Live at the Green Room Forty Two um, live show that's coming up at, on April Eighteenth at nine thirty. We are just less than a month away now, so we are about three weeks away, which is crazy. I mean, we have a little bit more time than that, but. We're about three weeks away, three and a half weeks away, and uh, it's going to be insane. We've begun to to get some special guests for the night, and uh, I really think that you're all going to be really excited with the guests that we have, uh, all fe- former Take a Bow guests, um, and just celebrating their contributions to to the past 96 episodes that will soon be 100 by the time of the performance. So, um Everyone, come check us out. If For those of you who can't make it to um, the live show itself, we will also be selling um, live streaming tickets. So, if you are not in the city, you can still check out the live stream uh, and watch it from the comfort of your home. So, go check that out. It's on the Green Room website. Search up Take a Bow Live on the Green Room 42 website. Uh, it's going to be a great night, and it's definitely something that you're going to want to check out. So, Thanks again for listening. Check us out on social media to keep up with all of the fun announcements that we have coming out and all of the amazing content that we have coming out, um, whether it's Take About Live or, uh, you know, anything else that we're posting about all the videos. of. previous episodes and all of that fun stuff. It's all on TikTok, on Instagram, uh, on Patreon. You can check us out. The social media is at Podcast and Patreon is patreon.com slash T-A-B. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode. And I hope to see you all next week for an old friend of mine, which I'm very excited to for you all to listen to because we had a great time. So stick around and I hope to see you next week. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. For this episode's Curtain Call, I would like to recognize a few people who also deserve to take a bow. This podcast would not be possible without the help from Dory Berenstein, Brittany Bigelow, Katie Rosen, Alan Seals, and the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Next in line to take a bow is Tessie Tokash, who edits the audio and all the visuals for this podcast. A special thanks to patrons Brian Thompson, Pat McNamara, the listeners at PCC, as well as all of the other patrons for their continued support. If you're interested in becoming a patron,